What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Man Card Podcast, where we like to start off our podcast with a quote of the week. And my lovely co-host has it for us. I don't think I've ever been called lovely before. Well, dude, you got a nice haircut going on, and I was, you know, gawking over your legs, so you get lovely today. Oh well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, second start of the right, and straight on till morning. Captain Hook, hit it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Man Card Podcast. My favorite, your favorite, everybody's favorite. Anyways, we are very sorry that we have uh, delayed your Monday episode. Uh, it was a big week, big weekend, Father's Day, a lot of going on. So we're going to blame it on that. That is why n- no episode last week, but here we are. If you'll notice, Mitchell is a little bit more tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I see. No, no, yeah, yeah. Tanning bed. Tanning bed, 100%. Spray tan. Oh, so we're not going to reveal to the public. That's the secret? Reveal to the public what? Why you're tan. Oh, I just went on family vacation. Oh, family vacation. So cute. That's another reason why we didn't have an episode. So cute. Yeah, so that's one reason. Another reason I was just here. I was slammed busy. Had to go see my dad and obviously my fiance's family. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sheesh. Sheesh. Okay. Freudian slip. Holy shoot. I'm still not used to saying wife. Like I try I'm to not practice. used to you saying wife either. I, I, I still call her your girlfriend. I, dude, I'm literally, I have to catch myself before I speak to people and I'm like, you're about to say wife. You're about to say wife. Okay. My wife. Great. Did it. My fiance. Shit. <laughs> Just call it Ellie. Just Ellie. Ellie. My Ellie. My Ellie. She, we had to go see her family, her dad, obviously. Um, I had a fun time getting his gift. For Father's Day. Did you get your dad something for of Father's Day? Of course. What did you get for your dad? Or is that not? Uh, I didn't get it. So for Father's Day, we didn't really. Some people, some of us get gifts. Sometimes some of us don't. Like I went and brought, like we went out and had dessert together. And I paid for the dessert that he loves. He loves Alpine Bakery. So like I bought him. I love Alpine yeah. Bakery. So, respect, um, respect. So we got him his chocolate mousse cake. And that was kind of my gift to him because he loves that shit. So. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cheap, cheap gift in a way, but it's like also, no offense to my dad, but my dad, when he wants something, he just buys it. So it's like. Oh, what do you buy for somebody who has everything? Exactly. Like Or the capability to get everything. It's like, hmm, can you tell me what you would want in one week? What What do you think you'll find in one week to buy that I can just like. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah I have no idea. Not possible. So. Yeah. So her dad is like super into like cleaning. He's a big, neat, neat guy very clean house mm. and along with that some danny that, tanner shit right along with that goes the extension to the cars so all of his cars are very clean anybody who drives over and their their car's dirty he'll like run outside and clean it like he lo- not the inside but like the outside he lo- loves cleaning cars i don't know i don't know why i just that's his thing <laughs> and so i i went online and i bought him like a mega foam soap and or cleaning agent and a spray like a foam gun that you would oh put it to the hose yeah to the hose yeah that sprays it all like, I mean you don't you don't spray it on the hose but you spray it on the cars but I mean you could did if I you say wanted. spray on the hose I mean did I no I did oh okay I just, oh I, 
<laughs> it took a second. I'm sorry. I'm this is <laughs> this is me trying to be funny, and this is my humor just like missing all of my audience, like just. Ah, uh, I got it now. We're good. So he, you, you actually attach it to. He has a pressure washer. Uh huh. I mean, I guess, I guess you could attach it to a hose. You just get an adapter, but like, it, I think it attaches to a pressure washer, and he just, you, it spray foams the the whole car. Yeah. So he's really excited about it. I've that. seen them do that. They do that to like exotic cars and look so cool. It's like, ah, see, like if I had an exotic car, maybe my car wash would look sexy like that. But instead I'm out here scrubbing, you know, $5 soap and a <laughs> shitty hose with a bucket of water. Hey, don't yeah. talk about Bella like that. <laughs> um, so I got my dad a book. So it was a two volume massive. You'll appreciate this because you love Star Wars massive two-volume original concept art for star wars for how well, like what all the episodes just everything really the original concept art for everything wow in two volumes with a foreword by lucas the man lucas himself so you got him a little picture book pretty much and my mom has been sending photos of my dad in like the side yard like flipping through in in the little garden you know his new book and he loves it he just loves it so see like i don't even think to get gifts like that i'm not i'm i'm very good at getting something somebody has expressed that they wanted to me like whether it be like let's just say bella and i go shopping one day and she just like really likes something in the store and then we just leave she didn't get it nothing i can remember that and get it for her as a gift later on but like just just coming up with something that's good boyfriend material right there yeah, well, just coming up with something, I sit there and like, okay, I gotta go buy her a gift. What does she like? Like, I should know this. Like, I should yeah. be able to go pick something out, and I can't. can't I can't, can't think it. of. I can't think of anybody I can just simply go buy a gift for, except maybe like my friend Blake. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even know what I would get you. I don't even know what I'd get Me? you as a gift. Okay, well, speaking of gifts, I, I've been meaning to do this, but I have forgotten every single time I've seen you. When I went to Hawaii, I actually brought you back something because I know you love bracelets. So I I brought no you back way. a oh. genuine volcanic rock bracelet. I'm not kidding. I walked in and I saw that. I was like, oh, that's a nice bracelet. I used to have something like this. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. See? And that right there is how you that's buy how you a gift for somebody. For your co-host. <laughs> Yo, this is cool as hell. Yeah, all yours. There were two versions. I knew you'd like the more black version. The other version is a little bit more gray because yeah. it's unwaxed. Yeah, you know what they say. Once you go black, you never go back. I mean... That's what they tell me. That's what they tell me. I don't... Hey, listen. No shame. We don't make I, the rules. I lo- Listen, it's, it's law. I have it written right here. It's right? law. That's, that's law. It's frankly, you got to follow it. But no. I, I can got finally get rid of this T-Mobile bracelet <laughs> that you gave me crap oh, for it, at the wedding. You're like, you really going gonna to sponsor T-Mobile here in this picture? <laughs> You know it's funny. You were you were repping bracelets with your suit, and Evans was stunting with sunglasses while walking down the aisle. Yep. Everybody gave him so much shit for it, but like we actually just got the hour long wedding video back, and and Bro, I got, it's I got an this, hour long. Well, this is just the long cut, so it has yeah. like the entire ceremony, all of the speeches. Oh, it's not like edited like slow mo, and then I mean, like, like the all, beginning, all but things. it has that in the beginning too, so it kind of stacks up and builds oh, okay. to an hour. Is there going to be another video, like a yeah. condensed? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. yeah, he has Very condensed cool. ones, but yeah, so he he sent that to us for Father's Day for Ellie's grandpa because he's he's not doing too hot, so we wanted to make sure that he could see that before because he didn't get to come to the wedding. Yeah. Um, so we want to make sure he could see that before, you know, gosh, and God forbid anything happens. Uh, but it's awesome. 
and Evans was walking down the aisle and was like looking stunna in his sunglasses. Like it's so Evans and I would not have had it any other way. Everybody was giving him shit for it. And I'm like, no, like that's Evans. Like that's Evans. Would you have let him wear a hat? Like if you want to wear his hat? Um, I, I would have said yes. Ellie probably would have, yeah, would have nixed it. I'm surprised Ellie said yes to sunglasses. Or she probably didn't even say yes. He just probably just. I think he just did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think he did. Like, he just, like, showed up, started walking down the aisle, and Ellie wasn't there yet. So she was just like, I don't know. He wore I sunglasses. No, I haven't noticed. Also, she didn't see that part. Because, yeah, they, Cause we all the, come out first. Yeah. By the yeah. time he got to the end, I don't know. He might have. I, I, I can't remember. Was he wearing the sunglasses during the ceremony? I can't even remember. I can't even. Me neither. I'd have to watch the video again. Like, I forget so much stuff about the wedding. Yeah. Like, it's just a little blackout. Oh, so speaking of weddings and getting married, a mutual friend of ours just got engaged. Shout out Olivia and Nick. Congratulations. You know, you know it's kind of crazy. Okay, so Bella and I hung out with them recently. Yeah. We uh, were hiking, right? Well, no, we didn't end up doing oh. that because it was raining. So we went to downtown Woodstock, ate, and um, went to Reformation, which okay. is just like a little brewery. And she was telling us, because this is right after they're engaged. And so she's showing off her ring, which is great. Good job, Nick. Phenomenal. I don't, know, I don't know how I'm going to do it really whenever pretty. the day comes. But uh, they were, okay, so this is what's weird to me. She knew she was going to get engaged that day. Like, they knew, like, she was telling the story. She's like, yeah, we were on our way to get engaged. I was like, you're not supposed to know. So, okay, so this is, so I know Olivia super well. She's like, I consider her one of my really good friends. And so, like, knowing her all the way through basically my whole college experience, she, she's like me, but a girl. And that, that was one thing that immediately stuck out to both of us was like, you're like, you're me. Like, it's, we're the same person. And so it's weird and kind of odd being able to see if uh, Ellie and my relationship was flipped. So like, if I was the quiet one. Oh, it so is. And, and yeah, exactly. Yes, because Nick is much more quiet mm-hmm. than Olivia is. Super. Wow, it is. It's straight up flipped. It's straight up flipped. And and now I know it's like, okay, I'm a big planner. I love like the big surprise, like surprising others, all that. And like planning it and making sure it goes off without a hitch. Uh-huh. Now now it's like, if that was flipped, I would have wanted to know when I was getting engaged, plan it to a T, like kind of yeah, be involved she, in that process. Yep, like, she knew. She, she even, she was telling us that on the way there, they were listening to our podcast. And apparently on our podcast, we mentioned... Oh yeah, Nick and Olivia are supposed to get engaged, and they both looked at each other on their way because they both knew they were getting yeah, engaged. Yeah. They both looked at each other like, "How they know? How they know? They yeah. read our minds." Yeah, yeah, it was timed. Just so you know, we have we have people in places, so don't don't question us, don't cross us. Okay, you're gonna get Epstein, so uh, be careful there. But they have a wedding venue picked out, and everything looks beautiful. It looks like they've got their whole everything. It's planned already out prepared already. and yeah. booked. Like she already booked yep. it and everything. Which I was like, "Holy shite! Like that's incredible." I wish. We were that good at planning our own wedding. Yeah. Can we can we go back in time and hire you to plan our wedding? Yep. <laughs> like, I don't incredible. know how it's going to be. I really don't. Bella mentioned that she doesn't even want to get ma- like married, like a big wedding. Like she's finally getting married, but like big wedding, she's just do a party later. I, I, I think I think she might change her mind. I think so too. And not even because like big weddings are cool or great or all that jazzy. I just think that she she's a sucker for people. Yeah. And People so are, that's what she was mentioning. She's like, if I do it, it's most likely going to be because my family like wants me to. Yeah. I mean, which is no, no shame, no shame. Like really weddings aren't even about you. It's about oh, like, yeah, your, your parents agree. and your family and, and all of their friends and family coming to 
experience you getting married. That's what a wedding is really for. Yeah. Um, I didn't even get to eat my own damn cake at the wedding. Like I had this little tiny bite. That she shoved in your face. Yeah. And she, yeah, and I whisked it. That was it. That was all I got. And I was like, man, I would have loved to have <laughs> how, had how some did, of my own cake. How much time did y'all spend picking out that cake too? She, it's, it's funny. I was not, that was one of the things that I was not involved in at all. My groom's cake or the wedding cake. And I think she picked it out in a day. She just went to one of her mom's friends who like bakes cakes and was like, hey. Chocolate vanilla. Let's do vanilla. vanilla, Let's do pound cake. Done. She puts, there was 16 pounds of butter in that cake. It's a good thing I had like one bite. I mean, I think in my little tiny bite, I got diabetes. How much is a stick of butter? How heavy? Is that not even a pound? I assume that's not a pound. That's like, what, like a. Probably like a quarter pound. Honestly, I think one container a quarter of four, pounder. <laughs> a quarter pounder. I think one container of a four stick butter is probably one pound. So like, I think pounds. I have a four pack of butter in the. Yeah, that's in, probably. We'll about look one at pound. it after yeah, this. Sure. Speaking of, I forgot to turn off the fridge. So if there is background noise, I apologize. But watch this. Alexa, turn off the fridge. That's it's the air. That's what it is. I left the air conditioning on. Ah, that's why I, I feel I comfortable did, here. I know. I, I didn't want our, our pits to get sweaty, you know? It's all good. It's for the people. We're, you know? we're this deep in. Look, hey, listen. I will, for you, in the halftime show, leave this man by himself in front of you to go turn off the AC. Look, I mean, look, look Oh, at, so I got to do the halftime show You got to do the halftime show by yourself. Great. I don't want to say I'm predicting the future here, but <laughs> that's, I think, is what is going to happen. <laughs> so, awesome. So... Moving on to, you know, obviously getting engaged, getting married as we get older. And this is like a, a thing, a theme and kind of a thought that I've had kind of ever since I left, left the nest, went to college and have kind of further now obviously gotten married and moved out. Do you feel this pressure of like the older you get, the, the faster you kind of have to move? Like things have to happen now or else. Um. The something I'm struggling with right now is like I'm just waiting to start my full time position where I'll have big boy money where I can do all these things that I want to do. That's what I'm waiting for. I feel I feel like the second that hits, it's it's almost like you're getting ready for a race. You know, you're warming up, you're waiting for the gun to get shot, and the second like I I start that job and I'm gonna like start moving out of my house, like boom, I'm gonna start doing a thousand things like ridiculously quickly because I'm like, first off, I graduated a year late. Like I, I'm already behind everyone in. I feel like my age. But like, is, what is behind? Like, that's the thing. Like, I had people at Tech graduate like five, six years. Well, like, I mean, Bella and I sit there. We go on our Instagram, and five people got engaged. New people, five, like every single day. Like, it's. I wanted to ask you, like, for y'all, obviously dating in this kind of like weird age group where like some of your older friends are married and you know obviously kids, like kids yeah. and like they're at that next stage. You know, some of your younger friends are now getting engaged, getting married. Like, obviously, we're married. Like. Like, how does that make, how does that dynamic kind of affect y'all's relationship and conversation? We sit there, her, her thing is like, what are we doing wrong? Like, why, like, (laughs) what's wrong with us? But like, I sit there and think like, I can't even take care of myself yet. How am I going to get engaged and take care of someone else and be married, let alone have kids? And I see people younger than me getting married and kids. And I'm just like, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how y'all are doing it like this freaks me out thinking like y'all are paying for all this you you know you're married now we, you we are, are paying for yeah, it yeah, you are paying for <laughs> it this is a lot of responsibility i just well so it's funny you say that we actually had a conversation what was it last night or this morning 
where I was plugging some stuff into the budget just to like keep keep updated on on yeah. June. You have it like an Excel sheet that y'all do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, it's Google Drive, so we can both access it. But mm-hmm. like, you know, I have all of our costs, you know, uh, forecast expenses, and you know, sheets for just things that pop up that we pay for. And so, like, obviously that plugs in. So we're using this month. This is really the first full month that we've not only been married, but have been living in this apartment and have been paying for it and together. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this is this is our, like, let's see how much it costs month. Because we're both both here taking showers, using power, like, all this stuff that is, like, I haven't. I was living by myself, and I think one month my power bill was, like, $22. <laughs> I, how much was your water bill? Uh, I think the water bill was like super cheap, because like, that's cheap? lumped in with. I don't know what I don't know what any of this kind of stuff. I'm trying costs. to think what the power or the what the water bill was, because that's lumped in with the rent. I'm trying to think, maybe it was like, it was like I feel like it was less than twenty dollars. Oh, like yeah, 10, that's really cheap. Ten or whatever dollars, and I was like, that's great, but it was just me taking like a shower a day. You know, keeps the doctor away, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just here, yeah, and that was it. And then now that we're both here, it's like. We're doing the podcast here. We've I got, assume she like, takes a longer shower than you do. I don't like being wet. It's it's <laughs> kind of a thing with me. I don't know why. Obviously, like Evans's older brother Harrison is going to give me shit for this because I went to like a pool party at their house for yeah, Evans's Harrison's wife's birthday, and there were a bunch of people there. And obviously, Evans has a pool in his backyard, and and I was like, I'm not getting in. I hate getting wet. And of course, like. I'm a sucker the for people. You say that though. Yeah, right. And I'm a sucker for people. So they were like, "Get in, get in, cannonball competition, whatever." So I was like, "Okay, fine, let's, let's do it." So I, I can't make a big splash. Okay, I'm not a very dense person. Harrison and Evans, you have me beat, handedly. No shame, no shame. Not also not salty about it, but I, I hate being wet. And so like for showers and whatnot, like I'll get in the shower and it'll be like three four minutes max. Like I'll get in military shower out like very fast. Interesting. The I only thing, showers. the only thing that delays me is like if I'm watching something in the shower. No, I've never done that. I've never had something to put my phone up and be. Uh, if I did that, I'd be in a shower for 20 minutes for sure. I because I enjoy yeah. showers alone. Like I could sit there for 10 minutes to just stand there. And that's <laughs> it. I could just stand there and just feels good. Having somewhere to be definitely changes my schedule for sure. Like, that, that too. Like I get up in the morning and I'm like, okay, I, I watch Good Mythical Morning with Red and Link, and I watch that. It's like what 15, 20 minute show. And then it posts at 6 a.m. every day. I'm up at 6 a.m. every day. Mm. Up and at it, shower, eat some breakfast, get out. What time do you go to bed? Like 10? Um, depends. Depends on what we're doing in the day. But like 10, 11, 11.30. Okay. I, I used to be. I used to go to bed at like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, I know. But you didn't have to wake up at 6, I assume. I did. I, I mean, period, well, for, I working had, at, for workouts. Yeah, not for every, workouts, I had to yeah. wake up at 4.30. And go work out yeah, with the cheerleaders. Yeah, that's nuts, guys. man. That's and, nuts. Well, I'd take naps. I was on. I was on the. Uh, oh, I would too. Nap schedule. I would take naps, and I still got like twelve hours of sleep. At you're night, you're so. incredible. Yeah. So another question I had, which kind of goes hand in hand with the growing up and the pressure to move fast, which was like, what even what even constitutes an adult? Like, here I am. I'm at the stage. You know, when you think about your parents, it's like they're married. They have their own place. Like, like they're an adult. Like they're doing it. I'm I'm there. Uh, you know, obviously, sans the kids, but like, I'm there. I have my own place. We're paying for it. Like, here I am. I'm married. Mm-hmm. I feel. No, I don't feel like an adult. I don't think at I'll all. ever feel like an adult. I feel like a lot of people say that. I don't feel like I'm ever gonna feel like an adult. I feel like a joke. I feel like a hack. Like, I feel like people are like, "Oh my gosh, you're so mature. Like you freaking made it." And I'm like, 
Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say. Well, that's the other thing why I can't have kids because I'd be more as more if not as immature as them. Like I just can't like. I sit there. I still make stupid sex jokes. I I laugh at you know inappropriate thing. I think it. I, like my mind is so young. I feel like I can go run a marathon and then. <laughs> I'm not even moved out of my parents' house. So like. Oh, I mean, I don't know. No, what, no shame for moving out of your parents' house. It, it's almost one of those things like. What is an adult like? What is happiness? Like what? What is happiness or success? Not happiness. Success. Okay. Success. That's yeah. How you define success? How do you define being an adult? Is being an adult turning you know eighteen, when you're like you know that's a legal adult. Yeah, legal adult in you know society. Is it twenty one when you can drink? Is it sixteen when you can drive? Is it when you buy your first place? And it doesn't even have to be age. But yeah, you move out of your parents' house. Are you now an adult? Like what? Like what's the milestone that constitutes successful adulthood? Also, side note. See the AC just cut off. See now there's no, mm, now there's no background. Yeah. Mm, but I'll make sure it's off on the halftime show and he can handle it. But like yeah. what like what milestone is like it? Like what's the quintessential adult milestone? That's like you're it. You made it. That's it. Done. There's no question. I feel like moving out. You think I moving feel, out? I, I feel like moving out. It doesn't have to be and, and, under good circumstances. Like if I just like ran away, moved out, left to go to California. Am I an adult now? Honestly, yeah, I, th- I feel so because you got to pay for everything yourself. You are you are independent. You have to function. You have to figure out how to keep yourself alive. Yeah. Whereas okay. if with your your parents, I mean, you're, there's dependency there. No, I agree. I think. I mean, I'll let you know when I move out if I ever move out of my <laughs> parents' house. I'll let you know if I feel like an well, adult. Well, since you brought it up, we'll just go ahead and talk about it. I was going to save it for for a later episode, but you're you're living at home. Mm-hmm. You're you know on the cusp of, of work. Like, what does that, like, what does that look like? You're dating somebody who has her own place. Like, yeah. how's that dynamic working? So like, I, I, that's the thing that I've been struggling with recently is because me and my closest friend, we have planned on living together ever since I got the job at the same place he did. At first we were like, okay, we're going to move in together at California. Cause that's where the job required me to be. No longer have to do that. He doesn't have to be in California. I don't have to be in California. So now we're trying to figure out, are we going to live together? Where are we going to live if we live together? Are we going to stay in Georgia? Are we going to go to a different state? And it's freaking me out because, you know, I have a girlfriend yeah. and that, like, I, I want to see things through. And I don't want to leave the state personally. Um, but then again, I also have always wanted to go text. It's so many things going through my mind. And then also, do I buy a house? Do I rent a house? Because the housing market is freaking ridiculous right now. Yeah, no, it, truly. It, there's just so many, like, I don't know. I'm coming down to like the last month before I need to make a decision. Otherwise I'm just staying in my parents' house for a little while. And that is not, that's not a look. No, there's, there's no shame in that. When I graduated, the same weight was on me where it was like, okay, I successfully graduated a college that's, you know, pretty notable, Georgia Tech, pretty good school. And I was like, okay, I'll get a job. And this was the month leading months leading up to graduation. I was like, I'll get a job. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like I'm not stressed about it, whatever. Nothing ever came. Yeah. Like I had interviews and interviews and like nothing ever came of it. And I was like, well, gosh, also no shame for people out there who get interviews and obviously get denied. Like you're going to get denied. Like there's no, there's no shame in that. I feel like there's more power to you having that experience, but I, I never got a job. And so I graduated, moved home. Well, the pandemic hit right when I graduated. So I like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like I was just kind of, I felt very stranded and I was in, in in the middle of the pandemic without a job. I proposed to Ellie. Like, I mean, how stupid do you have to be? 
I say that's a word. Yeah. You know, because I, w- I literally had the conversation with my dad, and I was like, hey, I don't want to go to Bernie, who's Ellie's dad, and with no prospects, you know, as, as you know, the person who's taking, going, to, proposing to him to take care of his daughter for the rest of her life. Like, I don't want to go to him with no prospects. Yeah. That's, that's a bad look. And he said, he said, Noah, look, it's not about what job you have. You are the prospect, right? And you have to look at yourself. Like, you have to say, like, okay, look, you graduated from a great school. You have some great charisma. You're going to go out and succeed. There's your prospects. And from that, literally in two days from that moment, I went out, asked both their parents, and got a ring to engage that next weekend. Is your dad Matthew McConaughey? I, I honestly sometimes uh, I think he is. He's he's smoking hot for sure, and everybody comments on his hair because he's. Oh, like, I love his hair. It's like your dad has the best hair. Your dad's a badass, honestly. Like he's a like, like, physically. Like, if you look at him, he just he looks like just a, a charming guy. But like ultimately, he's a badass. No, he's great, yeah. and he was he was a better dad than I could have ever chosen for sure. And like in the spirit of Father's Day, since we didn't have a Father's Day episode, let's just you know throw it let's, let's blow some smoke up our dad's butts for sure um because my dad definitely listens does your dad your no, dad doesn't listen i don't even think that well they know of it and they keep asking me you got to show us how to listen to it i'm like mm, sure i'll let you I'll, I'll, should we'll, i we'll, we'll do that we will do that we'll set, we'll set, me, set up an appointment with me in my office it's like you live here i'll just come to your room mitchell you're grounded yeah, yeah it's <laughs> I, it's i don't care if they listen because I, I say anything you know it's just more so do i like want to have that conversation later like yeah, my right. mom coming down like oh i didn't know you felt this way about this i'm like like no i don't want to have this conversation no well thing, it's so. i love it because like my mom and dad listen and they like can comment they're like hey like did, have you thought about this or like oh my gosh like you, i love how you thought about that or i no one like come on tone it down like don't be as crude or brash or whatever yeah, and i'm yeah, like yeah. oh you're right you're right but also i'm an adult so i can do what i want I, that's why i don't want my mom to hear you my mom can you just watch your mouth? Like, you potty mouth. mouth sailor cursor boy. Why don't you instead of saying fuck, just say pickles? It's like she <laughs> like her favorite thing to say whenever she gets off the phone, and I don't I don't get it. We always make fun of her for it, but uh, you're, you're just hanging up a phone call. She'll be like, okay, toodles. That's good. What's That's a good. To- what's a toodle? I don't know. I'll Me bet. neither. Toodaloo. Toodles. I feel, I feel like it's a thing. Toodles. It's from something. I can't remember I right know, now. But but uh, I don't want to go over time. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna hand this over to Mitchell. This is this is all in your hands, because we're about to send this over to the halftime show. So we will see you on the other side of whatever is about to happen. I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll see. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the halftime show. My co-host decided to dip out to take a potty break and an AC break. So you are stuck with me, and you know you know who else you're stuck with. You're stuck with our sponsor, new sponsor, www.mancardpodcast.com. I know you haven't heard of it. I haven't heard of it, but you know what? I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. It's a website on the internet that we have. And what can you do on it? You go on your little internet browser. You type it in www.com, www.com. That was totally bad. There's our first blooper for this one. Anyways. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's the crowd. That's all the people banging on the back. Anyways, all of our episodes are there. We don't have merch there. We have literally delayed merch for God knows how long. Anyway, just pretend we have merch there. You can email us. It has our email on there. Social media. Everything you could possibly think about 
it's there. It's the best sponsor. It's been so good of a sponsor that it's been our sponsor ever since God knows how long. So anyways, that is our halftime show. Thank you, mancardpodcast.com. Uh, can, can you can the crowd remind us what what is it? Nice, nice. Okay, good. Fantastic. We got it. Anyways, we are heading back into the show. We'll see you there. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the main part of the episode. Thank you, Mitchell. Really, I mean, come on, give a give a little round of applause for Mitchell there mm-hmm. uh, for for bringing us through that that halftime show while I um, stood by, watched as after I turned. It took off him the one Instagram. second. He literally pressed the switch and turned around to watch me do this. <laughs> I just wanted to see you do so it. Screwed up. <laughs> anyway, I, I think I'm a sadist sometimes because I I like to see people in awkward pain. Uh, but when I was gone, I did go run off um, and pick up an example of our merch. I'm holding it up right here. You can kind of see it. It's a crew neck. That's actually my favorite. Thing this is that we this have. is it my favorite so one. So nice, yeah. It's the crew neck with the man card, manly verification stamp on it, so you can walk around your daily life and be verified. And and be verified. Twitter might not give you the, the, blue, check. the blue check. Instagram might not give you the blue check, but we will give you the man check. Ah, I see what you did there. See what I did there. You Don't go, worry about it. Yeah, wait till Friday. You can watch till Friday for that. Um, but we are back in the main part of the episode, and so we were going over what it even means to be an adult, and you know, talking about our dads and fathers, and you know, of course, happy late fa- belated Father's Day. We love you, dads. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get your dad listening. We're gonna get your dad listening because with this much smoke that we're blowing, um, he needs to listen to it so he can get some credit. So I have been re- my dad. Speaking of dads, it turned me on to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I... Finish that statement, please. I kept going with my sentence, and you interrupted me, okay? But my dad turned me on to um, a a Disney Plus uh, special. Oh, oh, oh. There we go, beating up the mic. Beating up the mic. It's a classic Mitchell move. Um, But turned me on to a Disney Plus special, which is on all about Imagineering. So if you don't know, Disney has an Imagineering division of the company that basically pushes the envelope with attractions pushes the envelope with technology and inventions and all of that jazz so it's really cool to dive in and obviously the main character and theme of the entire series is walt disney himself so they go into a lot of history about it what he was involved in you know obviously his brother you know it was very heavily involved in the process. Like, it's a super cool watch if you can. I'm they're not a sponsor, but like, go Could check. You imagine out. Disney. Oh my gosh, we're too vulgar. I'm way too, too vulgar. vulgar. They're they're way too PC for that. So yeah. I uh, would love it if they were a sponsor. But go check out Disney Plus if you have the means. I, it's choice. I definitely recommend picking one up if you have the means. Um, but it's a great it's a great series to check out. And so we were talking about obviously what it means to be an adult. Walt Disney was an adult. Uh, clearly, he was an adult. <laughs> At some point. At some point in his life, he was a child too. Uh, but people always saw him in the Disney community as a child at heart. Like he attacked everything with the fervor and energy and spirit of somebody who was a true child at heart. And so my thought was like, well, well what effect? Like he had a, a very high pressure job. Creating something out of nothing is always a challenging you know, proposition, like, does your job affect your ability to look at life with a positive childlike attitude? That's what I strive to do every single day is like, 
have fun with life, not take it seriously. I mean, what do you think? Like, do you think you can even get a job, get a big boy job with big boy money and treat life as a child? No. Uh, like, uh, I'm going to contradict myself. I think about like finances and money way too much. I, I think uh, in the mind, I am young. Like my, my sense of humor is young, but I sit there and worry about adult things. Like I already sit there, sit there and worry about the money. I worry about the job. I worry whether or not my manager's going to like me. I wonder if I'm being a hassle or like if I'm doing a good job or if I'm a good employee. No, I think, I I think just, you, can, you can worry all of those things. Like worry them till the cows come home. But I, I don't think that has to affect your ability to outlook on life with a pure, positive, childlike energy. If I acted like a child, if I thought child, well, actually, it sometimes. I mean, worked. don't be petulant. Well, I, I sit there. Okay, so I'm doing software engineering, which is coding. So I'm trying to think. I can't like think like because I think like a child. I'm not going to get anything done. I'm not going to find a solution unless it's a childish solution. Solution. That's Solutions. Salute. Solution. Well, I mean, childish solution is just going on Slack IO and just copy pasting yeah. all of the answers over, right? Yeah. I, I honestly did I get that right? By the way, I have no idea. You don't know what. Slack, Slack IO, isn't that like the oh Slack, like the cha- Slack channel? No, Slack. Am I IO. am I thinking of the wrong no. thing? It's what's the what's the like program coders like resource online that you all go to and basically copy? Oh, and paste. Stack Overflow. Stack Overflow. Stack Overflow. Yeah, I was so cl- yes. not close. Oh, that is God's gift to the world for. So you just go software. on Stack Overflow and you just like copy and paste it. That's, child, every, that's whatever child, issue like, you've had. Everybody's had it. That, that's how I look at it. Stack Overflow has the answer to everything. Absolutely. I, I used it when I was coding at yeah, Tech. It's the most, for every language, for MATLAB, for like my, my Python. Things, yeah. <laughs> Python. My, uh, my, co- my computer keeps telling me I, I need a snake. What do you mean? I, I need to install a snake. I don't want a snake. Well, can you set, t- tell me what the error says? Uh, please install Python script to run Python. <laughs> I don't want a Python. I don't want a Python on my computer, okay? I don't want that kind of danger close to my fingers. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever I was doing a lot of coding, um, I would have a positive outlook at the beginning and the very end. In the middle, I would be, like, hating life and, like, be screaming and wanting to punch my computer. No, I feel that big time. I didn't even get to the big boy coding that you're at. But when I was coding, I, I couldn't, I mean, I could if I tried, but I didn't want to. And so, like, it was just banging my head against a wall constantly to try to program a stupid clue game into a, as a final project. And I was yeah. like, golly, this is obnoxious. Yeah. The big, the beginning's great because you can sit there and think of all the ways you're going to solve this problem. The middle sucks because you run into problems and in the end it's like, it's like, you know, you just, you're euphoria. Run, run and don't give me errors. Shit. 25 errors. Yeah. No, honestly, it's always like one error. Oh, yeah. And it's consistently one oh, error. I had my whole thing was riddled with problems. 25 errors just means I'm mine, doing something. Mine would wrong. just run in like per- perpetually. Like it would never stop running. Infinite that was my loop. that was my problem is Infinite I would never loop. I would never put that last semicolon and it would just never cap out and just keep running. I was like, oh my gosh, you're an idiot. Um, but like I, I always thought like so you always see videos online of like there's a, there's a, you know, of course this is kind of stereotypical, which, you know, we all love stereotypes, but it's like, you know, the garbage man is supposed to be like, oh, you'll come on, go out and be good in school or else you're going to, you're just going to be the garbage man. Right. I yeah. mean, ironically, garbage man. Or you'll man, work actually, at McDonald's the rest of your life. Yeah. Of. Right. Ironically, both of those positions, you can make some pretty good money doing. Um, but like I've seen videos online. It's like, 
Like you can be happy doing whatever you do. Like I've seen videos online of like the happiest garbage man ever. Like or that you just type that into YouTube and you'll come up with the guy who's like waving at the kids and like having a good time doing it, like making it his own. And then of course, like there's the flip side of that coin, which is like, well, does money buy you happiness? I would say no, because you have unhappy bankers just constantly everywhere. People on Wall Street in pinstripe suits just like going about their day and they're like, I hate my life. I'm working hundred hour weeks. And I don't even have time to spend the money that I make. There's a guy, I think his name, uh, it might not be this, but I think it's, his name is Dan Pena or something like that. He's a multimillionaire, old guy, like, but super hostile. Like he gives like stand-up speeches and he's super hostile or whatever. I think I've seen his, I think I've he seen like speech, ang- yeah. He's like angry, pissed off. But he was like, uh, he was talking about, if anyone tells you that money doesn't, uh, money doesn't buy you happiness. They don't know where the fuck they shop at. Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I've never been more fucking happy than on my damn yacht. Bunch of sour pusses. And then like, whatever. Like he, he is hostile. That's funny. But like, I never would have thought of it like that. He, he sits, he, he says you can't do anything without, well, he's very money oriented. He's like, you can't, you want to go save the world? Guess what? You can't fucking do that without any money, without any, ca- <laughs> without any uh, coin is what he says. Without coin. any coin, which I, I, find funny but yeah he, he brought up the whole if anyone tells you you can't buy happiness they don't know where the fuck to shop so. oh well yeah of course not well i mean if you're if you're going to uh i mean i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think of the most expensive place that i can think of to go buy something from uh bugatti store bugatti when, when bugatti I, dealership. literally what kept popping into my mind right now was goodwill i don't know <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't get Goodwill out of my mind. <laughs> I was trying go to think, buy a Goodwill. Go buy Goodwills. Yeah. Actually, that's just that's literally a finance term for when you have like I think it's when you have too much money in your budget sheet and you like move some of it to Goodwill. Like there's a there's mm-hmm. literally a designation for Goodwill. No, I, I don't I, think I'll ever have that issue. Man, come on, Jacqueline Garner, help me out here. I can't remember. But thank you for your finance wisdom. Sorry, I can't remember your class though. Um, but yeah, I, I always thought like if you get if like you you're making pretty good coin when you graduate. That's great. I mean, you graduated, so you're about to start your job. You're making pretty good coin. No I sh- owe a lot of coin, but yeah, yeah. Well, you owe a lot of coin. Well, you're about to pay it off in one year. Don't even worry about it. And so, like with that, do you do you think you, you personally like if you get a lot of money, do you think that's going to kind of corrupt your outlook on life? Like you no. just. Do you think you're gonna like just go out and blow it, or like just be like a nope. penny pincher? I think I'm gonna be a penny pincher, but like I'm going to, spl- I'll splurge on other people, and then like, I I don't splurge on myself hardly ever. Like, did you just look at your packs? Well, you- like I looked at my outfit. But, like I've had man, my my packs like, are looking pretty good. Like this shirt was given to me as we talked about before. Like my shorts I've had for like month, like multiple months. I yeah, I'm literally wearing Converse I've had since high school, and I've graduated college, and I was in college for five years. Like I'm wearing Converse from high school. I'm I'm literally in the same boat. Like I, I have shoes in my closet that I literally got for same. free. Same and same. So I, I don't think it's going to corrupt me. And I'm not. I don't think I'm going to get more greedy than maybe I already am. I just <laughs> see myself being able to do more good and let being less stressful and less hostile. I yeah. guess I think it'll actually help me because I look at the world like very realistically and very kind of like hostile. Like I, just, I can't afford that. Like it's not realistic. I feel like having money to do things and be able to help my family will make me like feel better. Yeah. No, personally. no. I, I think that's totally fair. I, I just never thought like for me personally, like money was never really the goal. Like every decision I made, I was never making it for money. Like if I was making it for money in the, in the concentration seminar, 
for the Scheller College of Business at Georgia Tech, I could have gone, well, okay, which one's going to pay me the most? All right, I'll do finance and just be a finance bro and do that mm-hmm. and have no problems yeah. or, or whatever. I mean, no, quote unquote, no problems, but like, I'll just do that. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, like I like to think that I can, I have the capacity to do whatever I put my mind to. Um, but at the end of the day, like I, I turn to my left, turn to my right. I'm like, who am I around? And do I really want to be next to these people when I yeah. graduate? Like to, for the rest of my life, like these are the people who I'm going to be around. No. Yeah. I looked at it slightly differently. I looked at like finding a middle median for both. Cause like I, I don't software engineering isn't like my diehard passion. I don't sit there and like love it to death, but it's something I know I enjoy and it pays decent enough. I was just, yeah, decent I, enough. Yeah. my job pays decent enough. Your job pays really well. Well, I just, I, with the family dynamic I grew up in, we grew up, money was always a, a topic of concern. So I never wanted that. For, I've said it in myself. I don't want that for myself. So if I can find something I can tolerate and somewhat enjoy, that'll make sure that like, I'm not having these, you know, stressful situations. That's what, just kind of what I did. And that's, well, that's I mean, how I went about it. How, so. how you're raised is like a very deeply ingrained thing. Like I was raised, like I would, I wasn't raised like poor, but I was raised thinking I was like, yeah. I would go to the store yeah, and like, I would be nervous to ask for things because I would think that that would put us over the edge. Yeah. Or like for like a little candy bar or a candy. I was like, Oh man, I can't ask for that. Cause that's like, that's like two dollars. That's two whole dollars. Yeah. If I, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, if money didn't have a factor into like my decision of like career path, wouldn't have gone to tech. Really? Yep. Wouldn't have been at tech. I would have stayed at Kennesaw or went to UGA. I just find that surprising. Like I, I think you, you were striving for something great and you, you wanted to stepping stone your way into a great school and you happened your way into coding and here you are. I just don't, I never saw that as like you trying to hustle hard to make money. Well, I got, I mean, I got into UGA and tech at the same time for transferring and I looked at it as I'm going to go to both schools for the same thing for engineering. I have to go to tech because it's not, I mean, obviously it's a better school, but like I sit there and like, I'm going to get paid more. Like I'm going to get a better job. Like I agree. Tech is a better school than UGA. Oh, it's a way better. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Georgia tech and UGA at the wedding, when we chanted, Uh tell me, tell me that that wasn't so much better than their stupid little UGA. Oh, that was my favorite part of the whole wedding. Honestly. And I didn't even know all the words. I looked, it's so funny. I was going to say that. So I looked over at you. Oh, and you, John, I'm just going to shout out all the guys that I saw that had no idea what they were saying. Um, I think Evans missed, might've missed it because he was off doing, I think decorating the car for the getaway. But I looked over to all the guys and like you, John, like you guys were like watermelon, watermelon. I like, didn't know the words at all. <laughs> oh, but I was, I was yelling for yeah. sure. Oh, of course. No, it was, that was honestly one of my favorite parts of the wedding. I love that. Yeah. It was, was a so fun good. time. Just so you know, we were, so when we were cutting the cake, obviously we cut the cake. Everybody was like, get, get messy. And we shoved in each other's face. That's fine. But then the groom's cake was my mom, like had it commissioned and did a rambling wreck cake, which I was not a part of, had no idea about. Like it was incredible. And it was such a, a, glorious surprise to walk up to because i literally didn't see it until the moment when we walked up to go cut the cake because i was so busy like yeah just everywhere yeah. talking to people like all this stuff and then i was like i <laughs> so i went to go cut the cake and i lock eyes with parker oh yeah i knew it was about to happen so parker for those who don't know he's 
obviously it was on a previous episode, Man Card After Dark, and he's an amazing guy, and he was on the cheer team at Tech. And so obviously he's very spirited, knows every word to every cheer, and so I just lock eyes with him, having been the mic man, having led the cheerleaders, and he, he knows my dynamic, knows how I roll, and I just looked at him and went, Oh, uh-huh. I'm a rambling rat. I just like went right went after into it. it. Yep. And it was, it, it couldn't have gone any better. And then all the UGA people tried to come back and like, well, well we can't let them just do the Georgia Tech chant. We got to make our own little indent on this wedding. And they, they tried to do a, like a sickum. I don't yeah. know what it is. And I was yeah. like, that's okay. We'll just run your. Your bulldog over with our rambling wreck. <laughs> Half of them probably didn't even go to UGA. They were just UGA fans. UGA, so. yeah, that's fine. I mean, if you if you like Georgia Tech, you either went to Georgia Tech or you're a kid of a Georgia Tech alum, or or if you're a UGA fan, you went to Walmart. Yeah. That's you know that's kind of what. Exactly. It's, oh, sorry, don't mean to shout on that. So, speaking of what we're doing right now, right? So what what did we just do? We just reminisced, you know, together. We we thought of a memory held it fondly in front of us and said, wow, I cherish that, you know, in so many words. And so I had this thought before we started recording, so I wrote it down, which was, can retelling past positive memories solidify a future of more positive future memories? Can it? Of course. But, but is, is that the best way to go about it? Because let me, let me, let me give you a thought experiment. Mm-hmm. We're together right now. What if we spent the entire show only talking about things that we've done? Kind of like the stereotypical, I was on the high school football team and we won state championship. And that guy talks about that shit for the rest of his life. When you actually, now that you mention it, it almost makes it sad. Right? Like, so, okay. So then my little sub comment to my, my comment was the dichotomy of, should you always be creating new memories or should you have a balance between creating new memories and reminiscing with some of the old memories that you hold dear? Because I don't think doing all of either is good. Hmm. Like imagine like David Dobrik is a great example. He goes out and tries to make content. He's consistently back. every day. Consistently. Yeah. He's back every Tuesday, I think. Um, but he tries to go out every week and make new experiences constantly. Yeah. So what is he doing every day? He's always making new memories. Always. Yes, he has a podcast. Don't at me. I'm sure he debriefs all of that stuff on there. I listened for a while. But what I'm trying to get at is the man, I feel like, doesn't have any time to just kind of like sit down with his people and just shoot the shit. Like debrief. You're probably right because he also recently got in a lot of trouble for... A lot of things that he had to apologize for and he literally sat back he's like i never took the time to sit back and think how did this make anybody else feel so i was so right. focused on getting content out and getting you know making entertaining everybody that like i never sat back and thought how would this how would anybody feel about this so well, yeah that makes also like for the david dobrik people out there i for on the record i love david dobrik i think he's a great person and for all of the hot water that he got in, I don't necessarily feel like he should have been drugged down into the muddy water for that. I feel like that was a lot of people that were secondary with him in those scenarios. Granted, was he a facilitator? I don't know. But would those people have done it regardless of David? I definitely think so. So I don't think it was because or in spite of David. I just feel like 
like people drag people down so hard. Like Logan Paul, I thought that situation was completely blown out of the water. Oh, the body and yeah, the yeah. force, the force yeah. people, the dead force. Yeah, like I thought that was completely blown out of proportion, and I felt so bad for him because I'm like, dang, like this guy is getting drug out, and everybody kept bringing it up, kept bringing it up, and now look at him, because like those experiences really truly show you who the person is. He's a great guy. No, I agree. I think honestly, I think I think Logan Paul and I mean, Logan's, Jake, Jake Logan's the best nut. Paul. Yeah. Wait, who? Which one did you say? I said Logan. Logan's the best Paul. Yeah. Jake's kind of a shithead. Jake, like, I think Jake's leaning shithead. into it a little hard. Yeah. I, I mean, if you if you looked after the Mayweather fight, like, Logan was like, I hate, like, it was all just for entertainment. He's like, I hate being mean to y'all. Y'all are great people. And, like, I saw that a lot with a lot of boxing matches. Even the little TikTokers that did first YouTubers, they were I, all I nice that. to each other afterwards. Like, uh, even though Bryce got his face pounded in pounded. the ground. Pounded. Like at the end, they were like, they gave each other respect. Oh, you're a great guy. Blah, blah. Like, I love what you stand for. Like all this stuff. That's guys right there. And girls, I feel like would have been opposite. So petty. So petty. Like, mm-hmm. well, that's the thing leading up to it. And, and they're, t- they're content creators at the end of the day. David, Logan, Jake, like all of these people are, are literally putting on a strong personality to front for people so they get what the people come to watch. Yeah. Like people go watch Jake, not for his wholesome family content and they not because he's a great boxer either so. <laughs> yeah like, it's well, the, the guy's kind of a sh- shithead like they they watch that and that's like, why people love conor mcgregor too because conor mcgregor yes he's a phenomenal fighter phenomenal one of the best ever yeah but like they don't sit there if he kept his mouth shut nobody would have really cared as much nearly as much no. i like him because he talks a lot the, of- the flavor of conor is the fact that he talks a big game he's a small yeah. guy and talks a big game and he's like i could i could i could beat up people to Three times more so. I mean, like, that was so bad. That was so bad. Was, I tried, though. I tried. very bad. I tried. But I, I always think that, you know, the split between old and new memories, I think that that, like, it's just, it's something I wrestle with all the time. Because, like, I could easily sit down with Evans, play video games like we used to, and talk about nothing but all of the funny experiences that we've had together. Yeah. Blake and I do the same thing. We and, talk about all the things we used to do. And tell me how fulfilling that is. Like it is. it's so fulfilling. But it, once you're done talking about it, it's like so sad. It's like you would die. I, like I would love to go back to that. To I do would, it again. One hundred percent. And it's so positive in an in a negative way. Yeah. And you I, can't. You can't go back. And like, you can't relive them either. You can't no. like you can try and redo it, but like I mean, me what, going back to that house and playing RuneScape in my house with Blake on the right across the street. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna happen. No. Yeah. Land parties of Halo with 15 Xboxes at Evans's house like no we're not going to do that again yeah they're all red ringed at this point exactly. <laughs> yeah but I, it's just sad it's kind of sad to think about like even adults and my dad is one of the best at this he refuses to retell stories and I think I think this is one of his crowning like moments is that he he does not go on and on and on saying the same story over and over and over again He'll say it and he'll be like, you know, he'll he'll give it like years before he says that story again. Wow. Or he'll say a story and we're like, we have never heard that story before. And he's like, oh, I guess, you know, I, I got my bank of stories. I just, you know, didn't, I don't put them all out at, at once. Wow. Your dad's a mystery, man. He literally. Hey, no kidding. Like, I don't even know that. That's. It's, I don't even it's think amazing. I have enough discipline to do that to myself. Be like, you could be in a situation where you're like, I have a story to tell, and you just like, you don't say it. Don't say it. Yep. Just 
listen. I mean, like, how hard does that have to be? Like, it really is, because everyone wants to be heard. A lot, well, I mean, not everybody, I, I guess. I definitely, you and I are, are suckers, so yeah. we put out a podcast. Because yeah, we're, 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 we're going to make you listen to us. <laughs> listen, all right, we put this, mancardpodcast.com, he told you, I'll tell you now. Go look at it. Go look at it. Go look at it. But no, it's like, how does he do, like, I, I don't have that that thing. And that's one of the reasons why self discipline. I mean, I, I I do have self control, but not not in that regard. I like talking, and so like I I guess I I have to have a stronger balance between the two of like I have to be creating more memories, because I have to be always telling new stories, because I I also don't like repeating stories. One of my least favorite things is forgetting who I've told a story to, and then telling them again, and they're like, I heard. You. Oh, I yeah, heard yeah. that. I'm like, oh. Damn it! This is such a good one. Can I just tell it again? Can I just tell it again and you react like the first time? Like, yeah. <laughs> I or what's better than that is I tell a story and then they tell me they already heard it but reacted before they told me that like like they hadn't heard it. That's like okay, you're a good friend because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm shitty. Whoa. I remember. Whoa, dude! No way! Like you played Xbox? <laughs> what a badass! But I, I just never really thought of it like that. Like until right now, I'm like, holy crap, my dad has like the best ability to not tell stories and keep some stored away for later, a late a future situation that he can't ante- anticipate. I feel like your dad your dad used to be like a professor, right? He used to teach at te- or like no. give speeches at all. I feel like he would be like Matthew McConaughey, he would just go into no notes, no PowerPoint, and just sit there and just talk. It's quite the opposite. He actually, he well, the one thing he did teach was a um, a five week mini semester finance course at Tech. I think for two semesters, I was lucky enough to be able to take it for one of them. And he he would like run stuff by me. He would like say, "Is this? Can I talk about this? Like, you know, because I was basically watching my life before my eyes in this finance class of like me growing up under this man, like in his in his leadership." And it's like, all right, this is the worst financial decision I ever made was buying this minivan. And I'm like, I remember that minivan. I love that minivan. That gold minivan. What a what a legend. I remember eating Pop-Tarts in the backseat of that minivan. Like, that was like. That would be so cool. Yeah. And so it was fun. But he, he came in with, like, the slide decks, the PowerPoints, the the talking points. like, and, and he felt the worst when he came in having not had time to prepare. And he would tell me afterwards, he was like, how did I do? Like, I don't really feel like I did that good. Like, like I was not prepared for that. And I was like, I, I would come out of those classes just like in awe because I love it. And I was like, it was amazing. Like, it was amazing. Like, it was so You'd special. You'd have to ask somebody else because you're also very biased. I'm very biased, so. but I, I do truly feel like he, he always killed it when he did that. Yeah. But like, that's a perfect example. Like, he came in there the opposite of what you think. So it's like never judge a book by its cover. Like oh, it's man. he's such a strange person no in kidding. the best ways. So many like unpredictable. 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 Also, I'm gonna be completely honest right now. Just I'm just gonna put it out all out there. I totally, when I started recording again, forgot to start a timer. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where we it are. Still says it has a red dot. It's, it so still has a red good, dot. But so you know, let's just be safe. Let's let's just be safe. We're gonna cut it off now. Um, but thank you for tuning in to this uh, belated Father's Day episode. Um, we got to talk about a bunch of stuff. Congratulations, Nick and Olivia. Big, huge shout out to you guys. So uh, we're going to definitely have you guys on the show very soon to obviously debrief that. I know Olivia would love to chat about her perspective about knowing that yeah. the engagement was happening. Um, and also check us out, mancardpodcast.com. Mitchell very eloquently told you about it earlier. Um uh, check us out on 
Instagram, mancardpodcast, and also send us an email, mancardpod at gmail.com. We will see you on Friday. <laughs>